Okay. Alright, rocking and rolling, rocking and a reeling at the hop. Hey guys, I'm it's Big John on the Panic Attack. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Uh, this just came to my attention. Um, the the last the last living World War II Pacific Theater Medal of Honor winner passed away today. I saw this um, on the news earlier that uh, Herschel Woody Williams had passed away. And, you know, sometimes things, you see things in the local news and. Excuse me one second. While I crumple up a bag. Uh, the significance doesn't hit you right away. Um, I just heard that, you know, this obviously elderly man, World War II vet, passed away, and it was an article in uh, a West Virginia newspaper, and I figured, you know, he's a local hero to... West Virginia, whatever. Excuse me a second. Whatever part of the what? Ah, uh, get some of my damn mouth. Whatever part of the state he lived in, and uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, obvious, obviously, obviously, obviously. Uh, the greatest generation, the World War II generation, uh, the, the generation that grew up in, uh, were born in the 20s and teens, 19 teens, 1920s, um, were, were forged in toughness and steel and metal through the Great Depression. They were they were battle hardened by life long before they were battle hardened by war. And sometimes I think the roar the Lord God acts in interesting ways. Now, just broke my cigar match. I don't know where the pointy half of it went. That's nice. Uh, the Lord works in interesting ways. Not mysterious uh, if you read the Bible. I don't think it's mystery at all. But God 
this, this isn't scripture, this is theology. But I read one time on a poster in someone's office uh, that I was doing business with. It says, God doesn't choose the qualified. He qualifies the chosen. And I think, you know, God put people through battles in life like the Great Depression uh, to toughen them and make them appreciate the freedoms we have, but to make them stronger individuals of character. Uh, a lot of on-the-fly innovation came during World War II. The Nazis, the Germans, whatever, were the most advanced army of that time. Let no one tell you different. They had amazing weapons. They had amazing scientists. They were evil. I do believe Hitler was possessed by Satan himself, and I do believe Hitler was one of the Antichrists. I do believe the Bible says there will be three. I believe he was one. One of them. I don't know if he was the first or the second. Obviously he was not the, the third, because that will be the final one. But... They were mechanized. They were high-tech. They had planes and guns that could outdo just about anybody at the start of World War II. So God had to make his people equally as tough. Now, obviously, the Great Depression was not the American Great Depression. It was a worldwide depression. Germany was hit double by what we would call sanctions, or as they called it at the time, reparations, for Germany's actions in World War I. They were crippled by those sanctions economically. And then the Great Depression hit, and obviously it got even worse. That gave rise to radicals like Adolf Hitler. So God, in order to protect his people, the Jews and the Christians, from extermination, had to raise up a people that were tough. And I believe Herschel Woody Williams was one of those people, as well as many others who fought in the Great War, well, World War, World War I is considered the Great War, World War II, I, I would just call it an even greater war, I don't know, but it was a hell of a war. So, the last surviving Medal of Honor winner, uh, I don't know if he's from the last surviving Medal of Honor winner from all of World War II, but definitely from the 
Pacific Theater. And believe me, the Japanese were just as evil and just as racist as the Germans. They felt they were a superior breed of human to other members of the Asian race. Uh, after the success of um, the HBO series on uh, the 101st Airborne, and I'll think of it later, uh, after the success of that series, the uh, HBO wanted to capitalize on the memory of uh, World World War II in the Pacific. They wanted to they wanted to make money, <laughs> okay. So they started another series that followed the Marines through the Pacific. I keep wanting to say specific, but I gotta be serious in this. Through the Pacific, and there was controversy when Tom Hanks said. The war in the Pacific was a racist war. Of course, he was referring to American propaganda that cartoonized, uh, made cartoonish fun of Japanese people, comparing them to monkeys, talking about their big eyes, their slanted eyes, their big glasses. Uh, the Japanese were vicious and brutal uh, and lived, certain members of their military lived by uh, samurai code. So we needed on this earth real manly men, tough men that knew hard times, that knew what it was like to be hungry knew how to just be a tough SOB. I know the uh, the members of the 101st Airborne and the other defenders of the city of Bastogne in Europe are known as the battling bastards of Bastogne. Uh, they were starving, they couldn't get supplies, they were almost out of ammo when the clouds broke and the United States air superiority could drop in food and weapons and bullets uh, and the American planes could bomb Japanese tank or pardon me German tanks uh, and such to free up the battling bastards of Bastogne. But that's the kind of man, kind of men, we needed at that time. Okay, we needed battling, battle-hardened bastards, and they got that way. Yes, through fighting their way through Europe, but also through the hard times, the Great Depression the manual labor they had to go into as just boys being torn away from their homes 
to join things like the uh, Citizens Conservation Corps. My grandfather was a member of that group, and he would go out and you know build parks and work on trains and different things and some of his money he would get to keep a little bit of and the rest would be sent home to his family uh, I believe this was after his dad was injured and couldn't work on the railroad anymore so they were really hurting and these are the kind of men that were like uh, Woody oh shit this phone would stop going black on me. Uh, Woody Williams. So let me read you this um, from uh, feeds.aarp.org slash politics, blah, blah, blah. The last living Medal of Honor winner from the Pacific Theater of World War II. Uh, he said, it's not possible to describe the hell of Iwo Jima. It's like trying to explain how a mother feels when she's giving birth. Unless you've been through it, there's no way you can adequately understand it. On February 23, 1945... As a corporal in the 3rd Marine Division, Williams destroyed several Japanese positions using a flamethrower, repeatedly risking his life as young riflemen around him were slaughtered in one of the bloodiest battles of the war. The same day, uh, the same February day, from afar, he saw the stars and stripes fluttering atop Mount Sarabachi. The flag had first been raised that morning. Williams said he endured horror, the horror of battle, thanks to superb training, and he stresses because he had an unbreakable belief that he would make it off the volcanic island in one piece. I never let myself think I was going, I was not going to survive. I never let myself think I was not going to survive. You have to keep convincing yourself you'll make it. I heard Marines say, I'm not going to make it, and they didn't. Williams was wounded by shrapnel and received a Purple Heart. About 7,000 Americans were killed and 20 others wounded by the time the battle ended. Williams received the Medal of Honor from President Truman at the White House in October 1945 and was honorably discharged from the Marines a few weeks later. For many years, he struggled to overcome uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. It was not until he committed himself to Christianity that he began to recover. He went on to serve for 35 years as the chaplain 
of the Congressional Medal of Honor Society. It's very interesting. My grandfather has a similar story where the horrors of war, he was in the European theater, uh, and the horrors of war scarred him so badly that uh, he came home and, and drank his, his cares and problems away for years until he got down on his knees and asked God to come into his life and he started going to church regularly and the pastor of that church my grandpa having a hard time holding down a job because of uh, what we would call now po post-traumatic stress disorder they just called it shell shock or they just didn't know what to call it back then uh, but anyways the pastor gave him odd jobs like painting houses around town at one time my grandpa told me he painted almost half the houses in our town because the pastor would just send him out out here somebody needs their house painted go paint the house you know and that's how he made money and he had these old rickety wooden ladders that he he kept and he told me you know those ladders saved this house that I live in today from being foreclosed when he couldn't find a job uh, because he just painted houses painted houses with a a, a brush <laughs> you know but these were the kind of men that this uh, Woody Williams was so this says uh, his Medal of Honor commission reads Corporal Herschel W. Williams United States Marine Corps res uh, Reserve for service and set forth the following citation for conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his own life and beyond the call of duty as demolition sergeant serving with the 1st Battalion, 21st Marines, 3rd Division, in action against enemy Japanese forces on Iwo Jima, Volcanic Island, 23 February 1945. Quick to volunteer his services when our tanks were maneuvering vainly to open a lane for the infantry through the network of reinforced concrete pillboxes, buried mines, black volcanic sands, Corporal Williams daringly went forward alone to attempt the reduction of the devastating machine gun fire from under or unyielding positions, covering only or covered only by fourteen riflemen, he fought desperately for four hours under terrific enemy small arms fire and repeatedly returned to his own lines to prepare demolition charges, obtaining 
uh, serviced flamethrowers struggling back frequently to the rear of hostile emplacements to wipe out one position after another. On one occasion, he daringly mounted a pillbox insert of the nozzle of his flamethrower through the air vent, killing the occupants and silenced the gun. On another grimly charged enemy rifleman who attempted to stop him with bayonets and destroyed and destroyed them with burst of flame from his weapon. His unyielding determination and extraordinary heroism in the face of ruthless enemy resistance were directly instrumental in the neutralizing of one of the most fanatically defended Japanese strongpoints encountered by his regiment and aided in and, and aided in embattling or and a, aided in embattling damn it John and aided in enabling his company to reach its objective Corporal Williams aggressive fighting spirit and valiant devotion to duty throughout fiercely contested action uh, sustain and enhance the highest traditions of the United States Naval Service Signed, Harry S. Truman. So, let me set the scene for you. The Japanese were dug in on these islands in caves and elaborate underground tunnel systems. They had what were known as pillboxes because they resembled a box that you would keep pills in at the time. And there was just a small opening for a machine gun to stick out. And you either had to physically attack these things from behind. Or in one case, it said he attacked it from the top through an air vent. But that is what you had to do. He had to fight through machine gun fire. And the, the Marines found the only way they could get the Japanese out of these caves and tunnels and pillboxes was to use a flamethrower. But you had two canisters of uh, flammable liquid strapped to your back and a, a hose connected to a nozzle. And when you squeezed the trigger on that nozzle, a huge flame came out, burning everything that it touched. Today, pansies will tell you that's evil, that's not fair, that's not nice. Well, neither were the atrocities the Japanese and the Germans uh, inflicted on, uh, well, let's say, the Jews for the Germans. 
for the Japanese, it was the Filipinos and the Chinese and other Asian races that they saw as inferior. War is an ugly thing, as Mr. Williams described. Uh, I've never been in war, but people that have really been there don't talk about it much. Okay? They just don't. The ones that talk about, oh, I killed so many and I did this, they're probably lying. Uh, I know there are good documentaries and good interviews out there with soldiers that many years later open up and tell their story because they know that the story and the history have to live. But my whole reason for this is, you know, we're coming up on America's birthday, Independence Day, July the 4th, and we see... We need to see what it took to keep the freedoms, to obtain the freedoms and the rights we have. I'm not a pessimist. I'm an American optimist. I am a patriot. I love this country. And in order to love this country, you have to understand the history of it. You have to understand that, yes, sometimes people who meant us harm had to be killed with flamethrowers, atomic weapons, bullets, bombs, whatever. Because the Japanese and the, the Germans were on a quest for global domination for various reasons. And I know not all Japanese people of that period were, were bad or evil. I know not every German was a Nazi. But the ones that were were bad enough. I'll tell you a quickie. My grandmother had a doctor who was Filipino who came to this country in search of freedom. His family came here in search of a new life after World War II. And he told the story of how his parents had to hide the children up in caves in the jungles of the Philippines. And sometimes those caves would be occupied by wild tigers and other wild animals native to that area. And they would their parents would have to fight off these animals, sneak out at night into town to bring the kids back food to survive on. But had they been found by the Japanese, they would have been at best murdered and at worst uh, assaulted, tortured, and put into slavery. So the world is not sunshine and rainbows it's not a beautiful place and sometimes guys like uh, Woody Williams have to show a little badassery to keep the rest of us free from harm so God bless you all pray for one another thanks for listening and watching and so on and so forth